0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I
1: dot Murder was just the beginning. I'm Jason Horton. I'm
0: Rebecca
2: Leib.
1: And this is Ghost Town.
3: Hossenkoft is behind one of the most bizarre and infamous murder cases in Albuquerque. In nineteen ninety-nine, he killed his estranged wife, Girlie. To this day, her body has not been found. Now, decades later, he's asking that his plea and life sentence be thrown out.
2: At eight AM on September 10th, 1999, Girlie Chu Hosenkoft failed to show up at the bank where she worked as a teller. Her co-workers immediately became concerned about her welfare and reported her missing. Only 10 minutes later, investigators searched Girlie's apartment and discovered evidence of a violent struggle, including pools of blood that someone attempted to clean up with bleach. Testing later determined that the blood in the apartment was from Gurley, her estranged husband, and a third unidentified source. Today we're talking about the disappearance of Girlie Chu Hassenkroft and the absolute absolute insanity that surrounds her disappearance and murder. Honestly, This episode has it all. Gurley Chu Hassenkopf was born on August 27th, 1963 in Malaysia. She would periodically come to the U.S. to visit, and on one such visit in the early 1990s, she met a doctor. Diazian, hopefully someone can correct me on that, it is not a name I've seen very often, Hassenkoft at SeaWorld. They began to talk, then they kind of struck up a friendship, writing letters to each other, and eventually Gurley moved to the U.S. and married him in 1992. Dazian, let's call him Dazian, and Gurley were married in 1993 and settled in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know, seemingly a nice modern love story. In January 1999, Gurley moved out of the couple's home and filed for divorce after a domestic violence incident where Dazian had smashed her car's windshield not once but twice, threatened to kill her as well. She knew that he had been unfaithful previously, but she wasn't sure what he was capable of. Gurley also made contact with an FBI agent who was surveying her, which opened up the floodgates to a whole bunch of information that she had no idea about. She was scared. She was paranoid. She began taking karate lessons for self-defense. Gurley told her coworker that if anything happened to her, anything at all, to immediately contact authorities and ask them to investigate Diazian. He was not the person she thought he was. So who was Diazian Hassenkoft? Sure, he may have been a normal, mild-mannered husband, an Albuquerque doctor, but he wasn't that really. He was born Armand Chavez in Houston, Texas on March 5th, 1965. He falsely claimed that he was a thoracic surgeon with degrees from the University of Tokyo and Cornell Medical College, but he had falsified his transcripts and was expelled from medical school. After that, he changed his name to Diazian Hassenkoft for whatever reason, and that's when he met Gurley Chu. But there is more. Diazian claimed to be a medical doctor, something Gurley believed up until their separation, but he also said he was a CIA agent. He also claimed to have beat leukemia. And during my research, there were times where he said he had leukemia. He had 10 months to live. He had beaten leukemia. But he made most of his money selling cancer patients vitamin B6, but telling them it was a cure to their cancer. Even more outrageously, Dazian claimed he was 2,000 years old and had invented a youth serum that stopped him from aging entirely. The FBI became aware of Diazian back in 1995 when he attempted to purchase a bioreactor from a Philadelphia, Pennsylvania company, saying he was conducting cell growth experiments. The company refused to sell the device to him due to its potential uses, and, of course, a little wary that just a man who was privately practicing wanted to buy a bioreactor contacted the FBI. At that point, Diazian was under surveillance but was not arrested. A year later, a woman in Canada gave birth to Diazian's son, Dimitri. Shortly afterwards, Diazian brought Dimitri to New Mexico and told Girlie he was a Mexican orphan and they were adopting him. She didn't learn that Dimitri was her husband's biological son until 1999. I mean, at this point you must be wondering a lot of things if you are a girly. She was likely not having a good time in the relationship. She was likely trying to plan her escape at this point. Diazian was cited in a 1998 domestic violence incident after choking and threatening to kill girly. She told authorities that she had confronted his previous girlfriend about what I would assume was a bunch of very shady shit. And when Diazian found out, he flipped out. So in January, 1999, girly was absolutely done. She files for divorce and moves out. During this time though, Diazian was not just sitting, hanging out, chilling out. He was busy. He was at this point engaged to three different women while still being technically married to Girlie. One of these women was named Linda Henning, who literally looks like the opposite of Girlie in every way she will factor into this. But that is not all. Diazian was also busy placing his son Dimitri up for adoption with a nearby couple. Investigators believe that Diazian wanted his wife to drop any custodial or property rights. And realistically, he was in the beginning stages of plotting her murder. So who is Linda Henning? She was Diazian's new girlfriend and was born on October 10th, 1953 in Hollywood, California. After high school, she worked as a fashion model and later became a successful designer. When Diazian and Henning met in 1999. She was engaged, but quickly broke up with her fiance and became Reengage, if that's a word, to Diazian. So you might ask, what did these two have in common? Oh, they both shared a very strong interest in government conspiracy theories and UFO research. And on that note, let's take a break.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs, or making dream projects a reality. which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
3: Hi, everybody. This is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And we are identical twins who love to travel, but we are also completely obsessed with ghosts that's right so each week we're going to bring you a new location including the scary history of the place uh, along with some ghost stories that are experienced at each location that you have access to go to and our travel reviews so if you want to go on your own haunted travels or just live vicariously through us on our podcast please come join us each week Yeah, new episodes of Your Haunted Holiday are updated every Sunday, and you are sure to get a few laughs from our misadventures and fleeing from hotels at night, as well as learn a bit of history, and definitely you're going to get a little bit of a scare. Your Haunted Holiday is available anywhere you stream your favorite podcasts, or come find us at yourhauntedholiday.com.
1: Hi, hello, how are you? Hello. Are you well? Are you? We're checking in. Yeah. You look great. Did you wash your face? You look taller, <laughs> unless you don't want to be taller, Cleaner. then you look short. Does anyone want, to? I mean, maybe, I don't know.
2: I've, I mean, sure. I think maybe people want to be taller or shorter.
1: Yeah. It I mean, goes I'm, both ways. Maybe. For those who have never met me, I'm 6'3", so it's pretty <laughs> That's great. That's
2: right. Verified.
1: For those I've always have, seen you. So. <laughs> for those who have met me, I'm 5'9", and 200th of a 700th. Hmm. I I really I gotta some real dating take, profile shit. Take take what I can get. <laughs> we want to say hello to everyone who's listening, all of the patrons. Thank you, and to our we have. There's no conspiracy, government conspiracies here. We have our mayors, mayorials, Joshua Lambert. Hello, Ashley Matson. Hello, Ben Forsythe. Hi. And our new-ist. Yeah. You know, just getting her sea legs, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> sure. It's a ship. You, if you want it to be. This is a
2: ship. It's, it's like anything the, you want this it to be. It's a good ship.
1: Dara Rosenzweig. I've been practicing it. Or Dara Rosenzweig. Mm-hmm. Or Dara.
2: She hasn't spoken up and corrected us yet? Not yet. She, she will.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it takes it takes a, a little. And if we learned anything from our governor, mm-hmm. avian and Noble, mm-hmm. it took, you know- it took me butchering her name or saying both names. It takes time. Ten times. It takes time. Bonus episodes, early access with no ads or chit chat, patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Mm-hmm. We had some, I guess, exciting news. We were mentioned in Vulture.
2: Yes, we there were.
1: This week in True Crime. Pretty fun. Since we started, we're like, oh, we want to get in. We don't know what it means, but we, was like, we need to be in Vulture.
2: <laughs> yeah, we need to be in Vulture, and our dreams have been realized.
1: So I want to thank vulture for that
2: yeah that was cool that was fun it's very uh, fun we were in very good company too yeah some go, other really go. great true crime yeah. podcasts yeah i was very excited
1: but the real test you know the real test is what it's a little apple podcast reviews <sighs>
2: Ooh, okay strap okay. in
1: for this one mm-hmm. uh this will be a true roller coaster
2: this is what i need
1: interesting subject poor execution one star hmm. don't mind the commercials and random boring banter But the execution is just really bad, which is a shame. Hmm. It's probably by design, but it's always the male host attempting to do the storytelling and the other host playing the dumb role, making mindless reactions or randomly repetitive whiny noises.
2: Hmm. There
1: we go. I love them. I laugh every time we do that. Oh, worse than a solo show.
2: Jesus Christ!
1: Gave it a shot at more recent episodes after listening to the LA History Podcast. Thank you, LA History Podcast. It was about my book, which I don't want to talk about right now because this person will hear it and be like, the book is bad too. (laughs) Failed to see much improvement. Damn. But why is it a shame if the information, it's not like, I mean, yeah, we do talk about some eclectic things, you know, especially even this episode we to right now is like, this is pretty, this yeah. is pretty wild. But also, is it, is it really a shame if you don't like us, what we say, how we say it, who we are? And it's not like we are the only ones with these FBI files or anything like that. So why is it a shame?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well- yeah. Man. And also,
1: it's mostly, I mean, especially lately, especially for these Wednesday episodes, it's you.
2: Yeah, I know. That's that's what offends me most where I'm like, you know, I talk a lot on this I, podcast.
1: <laughs> I do a lot I, of I talking. I I'm going to say this, and this is just me. And plus, th- hey, thank you for mm-hmm. listening and giving it a shot and thanks for the review. By them, because we do mention a lot that like, hey, the early episodes are a little bit different. And then later, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like there's a a little bit of this is really tearing it apart. On purpose, mm. and make sure to fit everything in there. Mm. But I'm not surprised that somebody listens to this and be like, "Hey, like, I don't like this." That's <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's yeah, not the no, problem. But th-
2: that's to be expected.
1: I, I really, I feel like, like statistically, some of these things are act inac- Just statistically, are inaccurate mm-hmm. because I'm the one. You know, we both do it, and I'm the one who edits them. Yeah. Why all this off-topic rambling? One star <laughs> came here to listen to a specific topic. Started out well. Oh, mm. with a good story and more was promised, was instead subjected to endless ramblings about complete nonsense by three people (laughs) who kept talking about their YouTube channels, plural, and God knows what, not listening again. That was from Anajli, 1985, from Germany, and the last one was from summer 2018 BX in the United States and America. So right there, and in fairness, I have mentioned my YouTube channel, and that at the high end probably takes up thirty annoying seconds. Mm-hmm. To say that to say there's three of us, what, three of us are Which one do you with...
2: think is is the two? Are you the two, or am I? Or is I it know. like it's like am I doing the main episode and you start talking during the break, and, and then think at it's the somebody end somebody else, they yeah. think it's someone else entirely.
1: So I think this is categorically inaccurate. Yes, in many ways, and there it does. I mean, it does, it, well, to us, it's on topic. If mm-hmm. we're, to, if, if it's how we found it or how it relates to us, if you find that off topic, that's yeah. on you. If it's in the middle, yes, it will be off topic.
2: For sure. Also, again, a lot of podcasts that I know of who are very successful go very far off topic. So you are, no, but lucky. So
1: for some reason, those get a pass. I, <laughs> okay. It's weird. It's if people align with the politics it's okay mm-hmm. and if you're a, kind of a bigger more celebrity podcast mm. for some reason it's just fine but if you're not either of those
2: we have to stick very very much to the script
1: love the show five stars
0: yay
1: really don't understand the hate in some of the reviews oh there you go i like
2: how everyone who loves it is just like i don't get it it's like they're not our people you're our people
1: this is a fantastic show. Binging it got me through quarantine in twenty twenty. Love Hell the hosts. yeah! I especially miss Rebecca's dating stories. Me too. My only complaint is the mispronunciation. Uh, my only complaint is the mispronunciation of Hungarian names. But oh I no. honestly think this is more about me than them. Ha ha! Give it a listen. You won't be disappointed. Or if you listen to the other people, you will be disappointed. Or if you know all these things going in, you won't be disappointed. You're going to get exactly what mm-hmm. you think you're going to get.
2: Yeah. Okay, I mean,
1: how about you, third person? What do you think? <laughs> I think Jason's so hot. Oh, come Whoa. on! This is why we don't have you yeah, on come. here. He's way taller than five <laughs> nine and hundreds seven hundredths.
2: <laughs> Point taken. Wow. Okay. Well, specific enough. I will say though, one of our government agents, government entities, reached out to me on Instagram and was like, "Why don't you do?" Tarot reads. You used to offer tarot reads all the time. And so I want to bring it back for listeners. DM me or DM Ghost Town Pod. You know, show a little love. Write a positive review. I'll leave you a tarot read. I, I can talk about dating stories if you want. I don't have to do that. I can sigh or squeal. But I want to offer that up. We've been going through these these apple podcasts these reviews so if you write a review let us know and i'll do a tarot read for you good or bad
1: yeah, it's got to be at least zero stars though don't no negative stars.
2: don't go into the algorithm don't go into the mechanics of apple podcasts and change it so you can make a negative star review that's, that's rude it's rude so we are back it is september 10th 1999 authorities are searching girly chews apartment they found signs of a struggle. Along Highway 60, they also discover a blood-spattered pink and orange shorts, green and white blouse, and green underwear wrapped in a blood-stained gray tarp along with some duct tape with a strand of, guess who, Linda Henning's hair attached. Gurley's purse had been discarded on a nearby street. Diazian, not suspiciously at all, leaves Albuquerque on September 10th and travels to South Carolina, where he is apprehended Several weeks later, he's initially charged with placing threatening phone calls to three people in New Mexico, not even for what is happening with his wife. Diazian in custody, police turn their sights on Henning. Following the search of Gurley Chu's apartment, police have questioned Henning, who appeared as a personal reference for Diazian. In her interview, she claimed that she believed that Diazian was an accomplished doctor and that she had no knowledge of Gurley Chu's Hassenkoff's disappearance. Later, she said she didn't even know Diazian's missing wife, but Linda had banked at the branch where Gurley worked, and Gurley had been Linda's teller on at least one occasion. In a search of Henning's home, investigators recovered a ninja sword in her attic, which was purchased on the morning of Gurley's murder. This is kind of all they needed, and Linda Henning was charged with perjury for lying to the grand jury in October 1999. All the while, Henning's friends and family are shocked by this. They insist that she had been drugged or brainwashed by Diazian as her behavior was completely changed after they started dating. Before her involvement with Diazian, Linda had never been in trouble with the law, nothing normal. In November of 1999, both Henning and Diazian were indicted for Gurley's murder. According to friends and authorities, Linda still believed that Diazian's false claims were true and attempted up until the very end to convince her friends that he was an established scientist. Dazian pleaded guilty to his role in Gurley's homicide in January 2002 and avoided the death penalty. He was sentenced to life plus 61 years in prison. Henning was tried also in 2002 and pleaded not guilty to charges of first-degree murder. At her trial, Dazian confessed that he was a reptilian shapeshifter and capable of being in several places at one time. He also implied that they did not find Gurley Chu's body because it had been cannibalized. Diazian said that he allowed his friend, a militia member named William Bill Miller, to murder Gurley for practice before the climax with the alien New World Order. Because of the blood evidence in Gurley's apartment, authorities believe Henning may have injured herself during a struggle with Gurley or Gurley injured her prior to Gurley's presumed homicide. Diazian claimed that he had stopped at his estranged wife's apartment at a prearranged time on September 9th and attempted to clean the blood and additional evidence left at the scene. Diazian said he returned to his home and located a refrigerated vial of an unidentified woman's blood. He occasionally obtained blood samples from others under the guise of scientific research. Diazian claimed that the vial broke before he could pour it inside Gurley's apartment to throw investigators off track. He said he used a sample of Henning's blood in its place and diluted it with bleach in an attempt to impede DNA testing. Okay, sure. Fine. Diazian maintained that Henning was not involved in Gurley's murder. He pushed Miller as the sole attacker. Henning was found guilty of murder, kidnapping, conspiracy, perjury, and evidence tampering, but was acquitted of 10 other charges. She was sentenced to 73 years in prison, where she is today. Bill Miller, again, accessory, accomplice, who knows, was only charged with evidence tampering. He pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 months probation. Diazian Hassenkoft himself never revealed the location of Gurley's remains, but authorities believe Gurley's body is probably within the Socorro County, which is close to Albuquerque, possibly along the U.S. 60. I hope so, I mean, I hope it was not cannibalized or anything. You know, this is a really tragic, tragic case. And honestly reminds me a lot of like, if you've watched The Vow, some Keith Raniere shit.
1: It really amazes me how one person can do so much and get away with so much with so many people. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe my lack of confidence where I don't think I could get Many people to go along with something. And I yeah. guess maybe if you are surrounded with the right people,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which I'm sure if you are, you know, if you have the the psychological profile of this person, they yeah. know how to find other people. And we all, we find our people yeah. one way or another. And when he got his biological kid from the mother and just just handed it over, I don't know what the circumstances were, and then tried to pass it off as an orphan – I think, and and again, this is going to be very, I'm going to say something very broad strokes, but that thing where you're like, I am a doctor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you hear that, and who's going to second, because he probably is probably an intelligent person in some way, went to medical school. So at mm-hmm. least it's, he's not somebody who's just like, let me look it up on Wikipedia and, and see what being a doctor is about. Maybe for some reason, that's enough to open the door to believe many other things. And again, that's a huge broad strokes. I'm not trying to, you know, diminish people's ability to be reasonable and and their believability of things. But you know, sometimes you hear somebody's like, "Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm a doctor," and it's like being a doctor or being, you know, I want to grow up and be a doctor. I want to grow up and be president or a lawyer or a scientist. Or, you know, it's, it's these things that you know are always put up. If you're if you say you're that and it's believable and it's like, well. I mean, they're a doctor. I mean, how how can I say no to what they're saying? I mean, I would love to hear the I mean I say I love I would I would I'm very curious to hear that this guy's life before this, if my you know, be surprised if it's not a, a documentary or something like that. It's just a very interesting – because it has the, yeah. the idea of scamming. Yeah. And, and absolutely. hoax and, and and conspiracy it has checks off all the boxes, as we yeah. say.
2: And you wonder if this guy or where it broke, like is he an evil mastermind, con artist person, or is he a conspiracy theorist kind of wrapped up in trying to game the system kind of a thing? He also, like, it, it's hard for me to imagine this stuff with people who have, like, handing herself, like, people around her who seem normal and, like, she has a, you know, a healthy family life and social life. And, like, what makes this person so compelling to leave your other life behind i mean same thing you know with girly chew where it's like oh you know it it takes a lot to change your life to have one person this like one axis in which your whole life is changing and the promises that they make and the person that they are to be so convinced you know
1: he was engaged to three people while still married so yeah he had the ability to make things happen and what i wonder is what is the what would be the end goal to all this? Yeah. Because it didn't seem to ha- be like, well, I need to I need to murder her because she knows this. C-. It just seemed and it, 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 would there be more people? Mm-hmm. Would there be more people willing to do more for him? Yeah. Is it would it become a cult? Would wh- like, you know, and if you believe in a lot of c- government conspiracy things, like what is the end result? And I'm really curious to what that end result might be, it seemed to get away with a, a surprising amount, but maybe, I don't know, I'm always surprised at what people get Truly. away with for so long. Truly. But when you change your name and you say you're a doctor,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I really, I'm really, really reducing this a lot. But I feel like that's oh, okay, well, well, yeah, that's well, we're okay. socialized
2: to believe these titles and not need you know anything, any added information, any extra information, any credentials, really, even. And this guy, he does look very like Keith Raniere type, where it's like intense authoritative, you know, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Sure.
1: And then, you know, changed his name to a very interesting name. Bizarro. Yeah. It's a bizarre name. It's like all those things I think are created to confuse people or to, you know, have a certain like aura around you. Mm -hmm. You know?
2: Yeah. It's like, again, I hope I'm saying this. Diazian, never heard that name before. Hassenkopf, like a Northern European, like German, like, where's that?
1: But his, his his birth name was, did you say it was Chavez.
2: Yeah, his birth name was Armand Chavez,
1: which is a great Chavez.
2: name. By- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's- I, again, it uh, yeah, it's very sexy and compelling already. What do you need? It would
1: make it easier for you for this episode. If exactly, mean, was that the whole time?
2: That's for sure. I think
1: the opposite <laughs> would be is telling people that you have a podcast. <laughs>